welcome to the Odd Drummer Gaming Podcast, the podcast about stuff. In this episode, I will be talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, I'm taking a short break. Actually, I've taken a long break between recording. I'm taking a short break in between Cowboy Bebop episodes. Um, not for any particular reason. I just... I just really wanted to talk about No Way Home. Um, I think I posted through episode 5 of Cowboy Bebop, the Netflix series. I have recorded episodes 6 through 8, but I haven't posted them yet. And I still have not watched episode 9 and 10. Not for any reason. Well, the reason is I want to record the podcast episodes um, soon after if not right after watching them and I just things got busy with the holidays got you know family time and I got busy with work so that's what's going on I believe the Cowboy Bebop Netflix adaptation has since been cancelled I remember seeing a, a post online where on the left it was a a picture of Faye Valentine from the anime and it was some she was saying something to the effect of you know it's 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 better to isolate yourself there's it's there's no use being in a group they'll they'll only screw you over or something you know something deep something to that effect and then on the right side was a picture of Daniela Pineda saying, Welcome to the ouch, motherfuckers. I apologize for the harsh, lang- harsh language, but here we are. Um, I saw a reply to that post saying like, Oh wow, look at an out-of-text post comparing the anime to the Netflix adaptation. I, that's all I read? Um, I try to stay off social media as much as I can just because it um, makes me want to kill myself. Um, so I try to stay off, but, you know, some of it seeps through. And um, I, I'm just going to say this. Like, I, I heard about that line. I saw a, p- a post online also from uh, an acquaintance of mine who's a big fan of the anime, but she only watched, like, the first episode of the Netflix adaptation and then the last episode because, I guess, it's uh, an adaptation of Ballad of Fallen Angel Angels, which is her favorite episode from the anime. And I obviously, if she watched the first one and didn't feel compelled to watch the rest and just wanted to watch the last one, she wasn't into the series. But she mentioned the line, welcome to the ouch, motherfuckers. I apologize, again, for the harsh language. And I, I just have to say this. So there was, there was a person that was speaking in defense of that line, saying, oh, look, an out of context. There is no context since the beginning of time, since before time, until the end of time where the line, welcome to the ouch motherfuckers, should be or ever shall be accepted in, in, a, in a civilized society. 
that line should be condemned on all sides. On all sides. <coughs> Pardon me. I cleared my throat there a little bit. I mean, I'm trying to use a different mic. I don't think anyone listens to this, so um, the audio might be terrible. It might be better. The other mic that I use is an MXL. I think it's a 990, and I used it because I saw a video from Joe Zija. Um, he recommended it for voice acting. So he didn't really he didn't recommend it for podcasting. He recommended it for voice acting, which is obviously two very different purposes. And I just feel like the MXL 990, it's a very good mic, but it picks up all of my mouth noises when I'm swallowing my spit. And you might be hearing that on this recording as well, but I'm using I can't I can't see the name of it, but it's it, it's like a a $99 mic that I've had. It's the one that everyone recommends for beginner podcasting. I'm using the simple pop filter that makes me look like a pop singer. And I don't I don't know if this the audio will improve or deprove. Is deprove a word? Um anyway, let's just get on with it. So I'm taking a short break. I, I do plan on finishing the series, and I want to record the the rest of the episodes for Cowboy Bebop. I just haven't watched the last two. And about the cancellation, like, I am disappointed, but I, I get it. There were, I know I've said this before, but there were a few episodes that I really liked of the new adaptation, and there were a few episodes that I really did not like. I did not care for. I, The worst things for me, again, I've said this many times, is the characterizations. I, I think they're some of the most deep and compelling characters in the anime. And to go this very cartoonish, weird, bizarre, Pee-wee Herman, Pee-wee's Playhouse characterizations was a wrong decision, quite frankly. Um, I I don't really understand the decisions, but, you know, they, they, they try too hard to go in a different direction. And, I mean, again, I, I, I've said it, I said it like the, the, the live action adaptation is more cartoonish than the anime. The anime is so, there there are sci-fi elements obviously they are in space and it's about a group of bounty hunters but it's so rooted in reality they should have went the chris nolan dark knight route where it's just a guy fighting crime in a costume like it, that it's there's no nothing really cartoonish about it it's uh oh well like i i am disappointed that it's canceled because i am rooting for these things by the way, I I watched I watched the live action Ghost in the Shell starring Scar Joe and I actually I liked it a lot. Um I I tried watching it with my wife once years ago and she fell asleep and I wasn't all that into it and I put it away and I never finished it. And I watched it and I liked it a lot. It made me think 
and I want to rewatch the anime. And I actually ordered these um, manga books on Am- Amazon. It's like a three-set hardcover deluxe manga manga um, book set, and I, I plan on reading it. But so I am I am rooting for these things because I want I want them to succeed. I I wish you know these gr- really great greatly well-written stories and really things that um american audience american filmmakers steal from and take from all the time i wish they were granted these bigger audiences but i don't think the film filmmakers know how to translate them um the first John Wick movie was a much better adaptation of the Cowboy Bebop anime than this Netflix adaptation. I know it's not a obviously it's not a direct adaptation, but it's you can clearly see the influences. And um Keanu Reeves was a much cooler Spike Spiegel as John Wick in that first one than john cho was unfortunately not nothing against john cho but it was um uh, i mean it's probably got to be the writing and the directing but what do i know i don't know anything um so i I also liked alita battle angel um some parts i didn't like the the romantic male lead was kind of a weird addition i i knew nothing about the manga or the story but i liked the movie i liked rosa salazar's performance and i liked i really liked the action scenes in alita because you can actually follow them um i liked ghost in the shell i haven't seen speed racer um i haven't seen uh, the Dragon Balls, Dragon Balls, Dragon Ball Z. But I, I'm rooting for them because I, I, I just I want them to succeed. And every time they don't, it's kind of it's kind of a hit. It's like, oh well, maybe the next project won't happen, or maybe the next one won't happen because this one was a bomb or whatever. Which is unfortunate, but at the same time, I I get it because I. Well, I have two episodes left, and I don't think, I don't know. We'll see. I I did, I, I don't know if I posted Binary Two-Step yet, but I really like that one. And I really like this Sad Clown, Clown, Sad Clan. Yep, Sad Clan. Sad Clown A-Go-Go. It could have been better, but I mean, everything can be better. Anyway, I want to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. So here's my story. Um, I'm going to say brief, I'm going to say quote unquote briefly. Let me give a brief recap, but I'm probably going to talk about this for eight hours. So that that first Spider-Man hit me at just the right time. Like it was hitting all my buttons um, I think it's the only movie I had ever seen three times in the theater. 
I saw it like with my brother and then with my friend and then with my other friend. I just couldn't get enough of it. Uh, I think Toby Maguire. I mean, I was probably. I was in high school. Maybe my junior or soft soft sophomore or junior year in high school, and I I loved it so much. I loved his characterization. I loved his performance. I didn't know Sam Raimi all that well. I know now. I know a lot of more of his works, like the Evil Dead franchise. But um, I really like that first Spider-Man. It it's all about like the destiny and fate and how he's looking into Mary Jane's eyes and like when you look into Mary Jane's eyes it you 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 know exactly what kind of man you want to be it's like you've reached the top of the mountain or some whatever that line is it all it all it all hit me in the at the right time i i still love that movie it really holds up i um it's pro- it's in my top 10 for sure. I don't know if it's in my top 5, but I really like that movie a lot. Spider-Man 2 I remember liking at the time. Um I rewatched it uh, I don't know, a year or so ago with my wife. I watched I watched a bunch of these in preparation before we watched Homecoming because I wanted her first Spider-Man experience to be the Tobey Maguire movies because that was my experience. I didn't want her first experience to be Garfield or um, Tom Holland because it'll taint the experience. Then she'll see Tom Holland as her first Spider-Man and then she'll have to go back and then retroactively view toby mcguire but we watched the second one and i remember at the time there was all these raves reviews on it like it's the best superhero movie the action is incredible the action is really great and you know that sequence when doc ock is like waking up it's like a horror movie and you can really see his well i'm not a horror expert but I was just going to save some trite comment like, you can really see the horror influences in this. I don't know if that's true. But it it di- I remember it f- when I watched it with my wife, it did feel a little slow. Um, the slow parts I felt. So it didn't benefit all that much from a rewatch, but it's still a good movie. I still like seeing um, Tobes as spider-man in spider-man 2 and doc ock and alfred molina he he puts on a really great performance and he's a great villain three there's a lot obviously there's a lot of weird stuff in three i i've never really researched why sam raimi decided to put all that emo dance stuff in there maybe he was just Maybe he just had it with the franchise. I don't I don't know. I never looked into it. I probably should. All the dance stuff was weird. Um I didn't rewatch that one with my wife because I was like, you know, it's it's kind of non essential viewing at this point. You saw one and two, we can go ahead and see homecoming. But I remember liking three 
I like the end when um when they team up and I, I just thought it was cool how um he's um Tobes is getting his arse beat by Sand the Sandmanis played by Sideways, Thomas Hayden Church. And then all of a sudden you see this little hob bomb, I don't know what you call it. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then they team up and I thought it was a cool ending to the trilogy. Um, I, my, a friend of mine, Jeremy, who I sometimes call germ or germsboro. He, um, he really didn't like, um, Eric from that 70s show as Venom. And I don't disagree with him. And I know a lot of people did not like his performance also. Um, but I didn't really mind him. I just thought he was there. He was fine. And so then I never really watched the Garfield ones because I loved Tobes so much that when they decided to reboot the franchise with a new Spider-Man, I was like, man, I'm taking a long time to get to No Way Home. Um I I was like bummed. I was disappointed. I was like I don't I don't want to see a new actor playing Spider-Man. Like I don't this sucks. This I didn't even want to watch it. Which which really was my problem. It's not really fair to Garfield, but I never really gave him a fair shake ever. And I didn't watch those movies for a long time. Um, but I did watch them, I don't know, it's maybe a year or so ago. The first one, I, I didn't really like because it opens with like a big sequence on his parents. And I don't know if that's in the comics at all. But I do know that it was not in the Tobes Spider-Man at all. So to dedicate a full introductory sequence to the parents, I'm already like, I'm already out of the movie. I'm like, you know, this is supposed to be the story of Uncle Ben and Aunt May. And you're putting all this time and effort into his parents. And I didn't like that about it. And also, um, there were a lot of things that whenever they differed from the Tobes movies, I was like, oh, I don't like this. And never, whenever they did something similar to the Tobes movies, I was like, oh, this is derivative. So there was just something in me, obviously, that's stopping me from liking those movies, like Garfield as Spider-Man. I remember um, when the bad guy was going to, kill uncle ben he was like that is my problem like he said something very similar to tobes when he's like i forgot the part that's my problem and maybe that's in the comics and maybe they felt they need to rehash that origin story all of it into garfield's but it just didn't work on me amazing spider-man 2 surprisingly i i liked a little bit more than one just because um i think it's because the reviews for it were so bad that 
I couldn't help but like overrate it in my mind. And I thought Jamie Foxx was fine as Electro. I really liked Rhino. I that end I don't know, thirty seconds of Rhino is really cool. I wish there was more of Rhino in that movie. I wish we could see him. He's he's kind of just a a big dumb villain and they're they probably don't insert him into these movies because they don't think he has enough depth or whatever. You know, as much characterization they can put into, say, a vulture or something like that. But I wish they would put more Rhino into these movies because he's, he's just kind of a fun villain. Um, what I really did not like was... I don't know his name. I'm not going to look it up. But it's like the Green Goblin guy, uh, Harry Osborn. I thought his performance was terrible in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, I just felt like he couldn't emote. He couldn't act. He couldn't say regular lines. He couldn't become angry. When they, when he was laughing as Green Goblin, or I don't know what his real name is, Green Goblin, Hobgoblin, whatever. Um, when he was laughing, it's like, did they overdub this with a weird? None of it worked for for me. When he was the bad guy, when he was Harry Osborn, he didn't work for me. I just thought his performance was terrible. Um, but it wasn't enough to deter the movie for me because I, I liked the second one a little more than the first one. Some things I didn't like, like, again, with the parents stuff, there's a big chunk at the beginning dedicated to the parents. And I remember thinking that the plane sequence was ridiculous. First of all, like, if an airplane goes slightly off access a few centimeters, like the oxygen tanks come down everyone starts panicking everyone starts praying to the respective gods but yet um spider-man's dad is somehow engaging in a full fist fight with a dude and then they're in like a full nosedive and somehow the wi-fi still works and he's able to um upload the sequence to whatever it was kennedy i forget the um, Roosevelt, Roosevelt. Um, some of that was ridiculous. There were there was a lot of ridiculosity in that movie, but I thought it was just kind of dumb and fun. Um. So, Homecoming, I rate. Um. I rate pretty highly in the MCU. Um, my rating, Iron Man, the first Iron Man is probably at the top, followed by the uh, first Avengers, and then maybe Homecoming. I really like Homecoming. I think, I thought it was pretty fun and funny, and Tom Holland, the treatment of him as a high school kid is, is a better direction, and, you know, the joke was that Toby always seemed like a older, and even Garfield is like older. So Tom Holland really feels like a high school kid. 
um, in those movies. And Homecoming, I really liked a lot. I love Keaton as Vulture. I really liked Zendaya in that first one. She was very weird and funny, and I never, I never felt that she got the. She got. She was. I liked her best in Homecoming, and then I liked her less with each installment after that. But in Homecoming, she was very weird and funny. Um. What's the next one? Far from home. I like significantly less than Homecoming because of the injected humor into that movie. It's just the movie opens with at my high school. I went to modern day high school in Santa Ana, California, in Orange County of California. And we had this thing called it was modern day television, MDTV. So they do like a weird MDTV thing at the top of this movie where it's like um it's like Whitney Houston's and I will never and I will always love you montage of Iron Man RIP Iron Man and they I hate that sequence at the beginning they're like trying so hard to be funny and that and that's how the movie opens and I re- I just really hate that sequence in the beginning of the movie and whenever whenever you open with a bad sequence it it kind of ruins the movie for me um other examples are the last jedi with the call waiting gag is terrible one of the worst things to ever be in a movie ever um even at the beginning of the force awakens where oscar isaac is like Who's gonna Who's gonna talk? You first? Me first? I don't I don't know. Me Me first? You first? What the hey? Um, so they open Far From Home with a with a high school television gag, which I thought was very dumb. And then I remember the the sequence with Sam Jackson and like the the kids snoring, and then the teacher coming in. That whole sequence, that exchange, it's like sitcom slapstick stuff that I really think brings the movie down. And for those reasons, I I really rate Far From Home significantly lower than Homecoming, unfortunately. All right, so I'm recording this. We're at 26 minutes and 50 seconds. Finally, I get to No Way Home. I, well... Hold on. Let me backtrack. Rewind. Um, I remember seeing the trailer for No Way Home. And I was not impressed. Um, it was basically Doc Strange doing this spell. Because Spider-Man's like, My life has turned upside down ever since everyone found out that I'm Spider-Man. Is there any way you could change it back so that no one knows? And Doc Strange is like, sure, kid. Uh, that kind of sounded like Indiana Jones. Um, but Doc Strange was like, sure. So he starts doing this spell, and then Spider-Man keeps ruining it. Like, wait, no, wait, wait, no. MJ needs to know. Wait, 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 no. My best friend needs to know. Aunt May needs to know. And so my first impression of the trailer, which I couldn't really shake. I still can't shake to this day. 
was that you have Doc Strange, one of the most powerful beings, entities um, in the universe, and his spell gets ruined by a 16-year-old teenager, which I just, I was like, okay, that's just something we have to accept, I guess. Um, this is the world of comic books. It's zany. This is This is cinema. I just thought it was weird, like, um, this teenager is going to ruin this super powerful magician's wizard's um, spell. And um, I I never could shake that. By the time I watched the movie, I didn't it, it didn't really bother me. But that's what bothered me about the trailer. And so, you know, at this point, I know I'm not alone in this, but I would say that all of us has superhero fatigue i mean at this point there's 20 25 marvel movies plus the tv shows and then there's dc and then there's animated super superhero fatigue is real even though i watch all these movies and for the most part i enjoy them it it is there is such thing as superhero fatigue and it is, you know, good guys going up against bad guys, and at the end, good guys win. It's it's all the same movie, but for the most part, they're all well-made and enjoyable. So I saw that trailer, and I never, I didn't think anything of it. Like, uh, okay, I'll watch it when I watch it. I might catch it in the theaters. I might not. And um, so the movie comes out, and I'm still not excited. I'm still not even thinking twice about this movie. I'm like, I don't I don't really care. Even though I like Spider-Man, even though I like the MCU, again, superhero fatigue. I'll I'll watch it when I watch it, when it comes to D plus or whatever. And you know, I eventually they showed trailer two and then trailer three, and then I wasn't really following it, but you know, these things get thrust into your face when you're on the internet, whether on the social meds or what have you. So they show that um, Alfred Molina is coming back as Doc Ock. Um, and I'm like, hmm, that's that's cool. That's interesting. Um, and then they're like, oh, and then um, Willem Dafoe is coming back as Green Goblin. Oh, that's interesting. And then... Jamie Foxx coming back as Electro and all this stuff. And still, I'm like, you know what? Uh, it's interesting, but I'll see it when I see it. And then I was listening to my favorite podcast, We'll See You in Hell. And I watched, I listened to the one of their new episodes, I, I don't know for sure, but I think I listened to it for the second or third time. And so Joe DeRosa, it's hosted by Joe DeRosa and Pat Walsh. And Joe DeRosa at this point hates Marvel because basically because of all the humor. And well, he hates it for a lot of reasons, but for reasons that I can't really disagree with, but I, st I still watch them. I still enjoy them. And he hates them. And Pat watches, for the most part, all movies. And he does not like superhero movies either. 
So Joe's like, he throws a curveball. He's like, this might come as a surprise, but I want to see that new Spider-Man movie. And again, I think it was the second or third time I was listening to the episode. And then Pat Walsh says, oh, is this the one where they're bringing everyone back? Like Maguire and all them? And then Joe goes, well, rumor is that there are all three of them are in it. And I don't know why, but it it took me two or three listens and finally it hit me. I'm like, wait, Mag- Tobes Maguire might be in this movie? And then in that split second, I became super, super, super excited to watch this movie. I re- I was driving to work and I couldn't, like I was beside myself excited like I couldn't wait to watch this movie. I was like, wait a minute. And it it didn't really occur to me. It didn't hit me. I didn't think about it. I was like, well, okay, this is the MCU, Tom Holland the Spider-Man. Um Alfred Molina is coming back as Doc Ock. Willem Dafoe is coming back as Green Goblin. Electro's going to be in it. Sandman's going to be in it. Lizard's going to be in it. So if it if I took the two seconds to think about it, like, okay, all the villains are going to come back, then of course, of course, there's a chance that Tobes might be in it, um, Garfield might be in it. And then so at that point, I was like, I can't, I can't take it. I have to watch this movie now. And at one point at work, I, these two other guys, I heard them talking about it. And they were like when all three of them and i had to walk away from them i'm like i don't want to hear anything about this movie i have not seen it yet and i wasn't even talking to them they were talking to each other and i don't talk to anyone at work or at home or ever i don't talk to anyone ever and so the one of the guys said when all three of them and so i'm not going to say it was spoiled but I, I kind of knew that they were all three of them were going to be in it. And that's what really excited me. Um, so it's, it's a blessing and a curse because the blessing is that I was really excited for this movie. And the curse is that I, I only had a few days to experience this excitement because eventually i did see the movie and it's almost like you know the build up to christmas and then after opening all the presents and then all of a sudden it's all over it's all done it's all gone but the curse is that i it's hard for me to imagine ever being this excited for a movie ever again because I, like joe derosa was excited when they finally announced um the force awakens way back when because the way he described it was like it's like hearing that the beatles didn't break up they're all still alive and they're gonna release one more album that that was his description and that's what it felt like for him seeing his favorite character of all time han solo star or um be in the supporting cast of a new star wars movie in 2015 so 
that's how I felt because I never thought in a million years that I would see one of my favorite performances, one of my... I'm not going to say favorite actors. I don't really follow the career of Tobey Maguire outside of Spider-Man. I remember he was in Pleasantville and that red horse, sparkle horse, um, foxtrot. I, I, oh, it's not important to me or anyone. Um, so I was very excited to see one of my favorite characters and performances, Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man in a new Spider-Man movie. That's what I was excited for. And I couldn't wait. I got tickets with my wife. I told her, I'm going to watch this movie whether you get home from work on time or not. Um, I'm going to watch this movie whether you're in the seat next to me or not. I was partially joking, but we watched it. And I really liked it. Um, I mean, I I watched it, I don't know, a month, a month ago. I really liked it. And I, I, wa- I want to watch it again. I thought... Uh, I... It's weird. I had all this stuff to say building up to this point. And now that I'm actually talking about the actual movie, I can like barely remember it. But I did like it. Um, the, the Here's the thing that, some things that bothered me. So, for example, in Spider-Man 3 with Tobes Maguire, they had this really cool character entrance. I, I already mentioned it before, but... Sandman is beating up Spider-Man and then all of a sudden there's this bomb that comes and it it causes an explosion in Sandman and then um, Harry Osborn comes to save his best friend Peter Parker and they team up and it's really cool. I recently watched Infinity War um, and they, they had a bunch of really cool character entrances in Infinity War. And my favorite was Captain America, where um, these two Thanos um, gang members, um, Thanos hacks, Thanos thugs, are beating up on Wanda and Vision. And then this train passes by, and the, the one girl is like, what the... And then the train goes by, and it's this guy walks out from the shadows and it's captain america and the girl throws her spear harpoon thing and he catches it he moves his head and he catches it and that's a really cool character entrance and then sam comes by on his wings and um and then black widow comes by and it was a very cool character entrance and they they do that a few times. Like, they do it again in Endgame with, like, Thor. And then even when Black Panther doesn't even have to do anything, he just walks out from the portal. And it's, like, a very cool character entrance. So, I was kind of... I mean, the more I thought about it, I got kind of disappointed how... The way they introduce Garfield and Tobes in this thing is... They just walk into a house. 
and I I don't know. I I guess they wanted to do something different. Maybe they didn't want it to be some grand, cool entrance. But um, the best friend is doing these portals, these Doc Strange portals, and then Garfield just walks into the house, and then Tobes just walks into the house, and the, just the more I think about it, I'm like. Is that really the best way that they could have they thought of to introduce these characters into this epic moment? Also, I'm I'm Filipino and it was fun to hear the Tagalog in there, but I I'm embarrassed for the way I just pronounced Tagalog, so maybe I shouldn't be criticizing, but that that grandma was again, it was fun to hear Tagalog, but like grandma sounds very American. I mean Again, I'm American, so I shouldn't criticize, but accent needs a little work, Krams. Lola. Lola. Anyway, um I I wish that they introduced the characters in a more fun way, in a more intense way, like maybe just like in Spider Man three, he's getting beat up, he needs help, and then all of a sudden, there's a second Spider-Man. All of a sudden, there's a third Spider-Man to come in to join the fight to fight against these six villains or however many there were. And it, the way they decided, they walk. It's the fourth, fifth, sixth time I've said this. They walk into a house. I don't know why they went with that um, decision. But they did. I remember thinking Tobes' ears looked humongous. Maybe that's just something that happens with age. I obviously loved seeing Tobes in it, but obviously he couldn't help but pale in comparison to Tom Holland and Garfield in terms of like energy. And I looked it up. He's only like 46. So it's like, I guess his movie, like, I have a soft spot for his movies, obviously. But I guess his energy was always kind of low, which I, I that really resonates with me because I'm extremely low energy. Um, But I really loved Garfield in No Way Home. I mean, he, he had, he had he shined in the few moments that he had in terms of humor, in terms of drama, in terms of emotion. He really shined. And I I went on voodoo after seeing No Way Home and two of the most searched movies on voodoo were Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2. I also saw, I read briefly that there there was a small fan campaign to have they were hashtagging amazing spider-man 3 and they want garfield to fight venom which is a a cool idea i don't see it happening um i think there's a reason why the amazing spider-man series failed I don't think it was because of um, Garfield. I, but I think he had his shot. He had his he he had his time, 
and I don't think that um, I don't think they're gonna go back at this point and make Amazing Spider-Man three with Garfield. I don't think that would make any sense, really. Um, it would be cool, and I I would definitely watch an Amazing Spider-Man three. I'd love to see Garfield back in the suit again. I I hope. Because the effect that this had on me was I watched Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 after No Way Home. Maybe just the second one. But I, I, I'm i kind of re-evaluating it and looking at it with fresh eyes. And he's really good as Spider-Man. Um, some people criticized... I know some people criticized him for like... He's kind of too arrogant to be Peter Parker, but he was a very good Spider-Man. And maybe Tobes was a better Peter Parker, but not a great Spider-Man, which I kind of agree with. But I'm glad that people are watching No Way Home and then appreciating um, Garfield because he's a good actor. And they're hopefully they're watching the first two Spider-Mans. And, you know, maybe they, they're they're not going to turn around and say, oh, they're amazing movies. But I hope that people are appreciating his effort and his um, performance more. Because at this point, he was in that Tammy Faye movie. He was in Tick, Tick, Boom, which I haven't seen, but I kind of want to watch. He's, his career is at a different place. I don't, not that, not that putting on the suit for Amazing Spider-Man 3 would um, be step, taking a step back, but I just don't think he needs this or wants to go back to that well at this point in his career, as cool as it might be. But I think they've moved on. They have this Tom Holland actor. They've established Tom Holland as the new Spider-Man in the MCU. So I don't think, I don't really see it happening. So, as you can tell, I've talked a bunch about Garfield and not so much about Tobes because, as I said, he couldn't help but pale in comparison in terms of energy, and um, which is fine. He, he has a different vibe. His performance was a different performance than the other two, which is fine, and I liked his performance i it resonated with me because i am more of a reserved shy character or person personality compared to you know tom holland and garfield but i did like the movie i um i always joke with like my brother i tell him i'm gonna pre-order the special edition blu-ray uh, it's like a running joke, but I legit ordered two copies of this movie because I'm I'm very bad with money. But I pre-ordered the Steelbook edition from Best Buy. I don't know when it's coming out, but there is also an edition at Target that comes with like fan art cards or something. Pre-ordered that. I I'm just. I'll pay it off later. That's what I always said. Since birth, I came out of the womb and I'm like, hey, I'll pay it off later. 
I don't I don't even understand that joke. Um that's all I can I mean I want to watch it again. I wish I could. I'm not uh, not enough to like go to the theater and watch it again by myself. But I'll watch it again when it comes out on home video. I mean I liked it. I liked it a lot, but um my brother made a point where he was like movies like Infinity War and Endgame make him teary-eyed when he watched them but no way home did not and i agree with that there wasn't really a moment if there was any moment it was the moment when garfield caught zendaya and she was like he was like are you okay she's like yeah are you okay and he's like and he's like crying because he remembers gwen that was the only really moment i don't i don't think i got teary-eyed then but that was the only moment i can remember but um but i i agree um but maybe they're saving those moments for these the movies where they all get together like these big avengers movies even though i believe the in the avengers saga has ended so i don't know but i really liked the movie um I kept telling my friend Germsboro like I I I don't know if I'll ever be this excited for a movie ever again. I don't know what other tricks they have up their sleeves after this because I can't think of any other character or movie franchise that has like the three Spider-Mans that that they could do it with. And this is another thing that I thought of. Um, I love that they never advertised that Tobes and Garfield were going to be in it. I love that they did that. And that was a gamble that really paid off because obviously box office wise, it's, it's still killing at the box office. But you look at the Wikipedia for f- the Flash movie and michael keaton is listed in the wikipedia article and so is ben affleck so it's like they have two different approaches so i mean it's it just comes down to personal taste but i love that on the marvel side they just hid this because it's such a nice surprise to the fans but I thought it was such a different approach. Like in the Flash movie, they're already advertising that old Batman's going to be in that movie. So, I don't know. But, like, I remember, but in that podcast episode with Pat Walsh, he was saying, like, but this is the third movie with that kid, and I, I love those movies. They're so fun and funny. And... I think he's just, I think he just kind of wants to remember them more fondly than he did, or I'm not sure, because I remember him talking about Homecoming, and he was like, I thought it was so boring, and the twist was boring, that Vulture was Tom Holland's girlfriend's dad, and so at the time, he was saying that Homecoming was boring. And I don't remember him ever discussing Far From Home. But 
in this new new ish episode he was like oh i love those movies with that new kid this is the third installment and they're very fun so i i don't know maybe he's just looking back on them more fondly than they were or i don't know or i'm not sure and then even with joe i think joe has such a fondness for nostalgia he's a big star wars guy but he was so excited for this new ghostbusters movie which i still have not seen yet and he was saying like i'm so excited and he was like there's not many franchises left that can give you this nostalgia kick and i remember him and pat talking about ghostbusters <laughs> and they were like the first one is good but joe never has he never wants to watch it ever like the first one is basically the only good thing in the franchise but he never wants to watch it second one he's like is not good cartoon get out of my face or i don't remember what he said but so i feel like he has such a fondness for nostalgia that he's excited for this new movie but it's one good movie in a multimedia franchise that you have nostalgia for that like and i can understand having nostalgia for bill murray ernie hudson dan Aykroyd, and unfortunately egon has passed i get having nostalgia for it but you you kind of basically shat on the whole franchise saying it's only one good movie which is probably true i watched the all girl one and it wasn't great and i i haven't listened to them talking about the new movie because i haven't seen it yet but it's just interesting how they kind of look back at things in a different light i feel like they want to have the nostalgia for these things and i i understand that too um i wish i could feel about a new movie the way i felt about no way home but i can't imagine a scenario and joe and pat kind of shit all over the marvel movies which again i can't disagree with but i enjoy them but sadly i think the next time i'll be excited for a movie is the big the next big whatever avengers like movie it's gonna be and i don't know what that's gonna be because i i'm pretty sure avengers ended with endgame so i don't know i know that disney has purchased every franchise every company available so they own disney marvel star wars fox so i guess they have the rights to x-men and fantastic four i mean who are they gonna buy next sony i mean jesus cristo you know what i mean i saw previews for more mobius morbius i'm not terribly excited for that at all um i watched the first venom movie and i liked it mostly because tom hardy made me laugh but when they announced venom i thought they were going to i thought they were going to make an a rated r 
dark, gritty movie about a villain where a bad guy becomes bad and that's it. But that's not what we got. I I think it was PG-13 and it was more of a comedy, which again, I didn't really mind that much because I um, Tom Hardy made me laugh. But Joker was the movie that I wanted Venom to be. I wanted a movie about a bad guy becoming bad and that's it. There's no happy ending. But I remember at the end of Venom, Venom and Tom Hardy were talking to each other like they were good guys, like they were heroes, like we're going to go fight bad guys or whatever. And I'm like, that's not the Venom. That's not the Venom movie I wanted. I wanted a bad guy becoming bad. I have not seen Let There Be Carnage, although I did purchase a Steelbook edition because because at the end of No Way Home, Venom, Tom Hardy shows up. So it's like they're kind of doing another sort of crossover thing. So it's becoming canon and I just kind of wanted to own it to own it. Um, So I will watch that eventually. I hope it's good. I don't know if it's good. I know the trailer had a lot of humor in it. I did not like that. I don't really want to see more. more I don't even know if it's Mobius or Morbius. Um, my friend Germsboro mentioned that there's Craven the Hunter, which I know nothing about. It doesn't sound interesting to me. But at this point, Spider-Man is my favorite character. Um, he just hit me right at the at the right time when I was a teenager in high school. So I really like him. I really love the video games too. Um I love Spider-Man on PS4. I replayed it on PS5 and I loved it. I haven't played Miles Morales yet, but I plan to. Um I think I just ran out of gas on this episode. I talked about a lot. I don't know if anyone on Earth or in this galaxy or in this universe is ever going to listen to this or enjoy this. I don't think I can go back and listen to this and edit out all of my mouth noises because I'm almost at an hour here. This It takes too much time and energy to talk about this and record this. I don't think I have the energy to go back and edit all that out. So I apologize for that in advance. But looking at next episodes, hopefully I will watch episode 9 and 10. So if I'm if I'm correct, I have episode 6, 7, 8 recorded of Cowboy Bebop. And I, I believe I recorded them in like November or December today is january 20th and i still have not posted them so these are going to go go out out of order but so be it i hope everyone is well i hope everyone had a good holiday season and i hope the new year is treating everyone right everyone take care stay safe um stay odd and keep on playing